up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick 6 Nation. This is going to be episode number 36, and my guest for this episode is Jake Kaufman. Jake, thank you for coming on. Hey, Mike. Like I always say whenever I'm on, thank you once again for the opportunity. Always enjoy talking sports with you. No problem. Always enjoy talking sports with you, too. Uh, I, I want to say uh, happy Memorial Day weekend to you guys. Uh, hopefully it goes well for you and your families. Also, um, to all the veterans, thank you for your service. We really appreciate it. So, yeah. Yeah, and it makes it fitting this year with the NFL. Uh, I believe the season kicks off the day after 9-11. So perfect yeah. opportunity to honor them throughout the season as well as Veterans Day. Yeah. To all those out there, I come from a family of many different veterans. I've always appreciated their service. Yes. Yes. I also, um, my, my grandpa served in the Korean war. My, uh, I think one of my cousins served in Iraq or Afghanistan. And I had another uncle on my dad's side who served in Vietnam. That's yeah. That's a great line. My grand, both my, my great grandfather was a tanker in world war II. He was a valet gunner, assistant driver in an M4 Sherman and a half track. Nice. Survived the war. Uh, what is in my dad's dad, my grandfather and my dad's dad served in uh, the Pacific. He served on a personnel carrier deploying the Marines and the army and the Island hopping campaigns was there at Iwo Jima and Okinawa. And awesome. His grand, his brother served during Vietnam. Vietnam. He was a special forces, just helped them with artillery, bringing in artillery for the front lines. He never did frontline combat. He just helped bring in the artillery and stuff. Yeah. And then my cousin, like you, my cousin spent four tours over in Iraq. He retired a colonel and now he's in the air force with this opportunity that they have with the army transferring to the air force. So long line, long lines dating back to world war II, like you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, congrats to your family for service too. Thank you. And congrats to your family's service too. Thank you. I also want to say that my grandfather that uh, served in the Korean war died yesterday morning. Really sad stuff. Sorry. I'm sorry to hear your loss, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to um, the topics with this show. Right. Um, We have Deshaun Watson OTAs. We have Micah Parsons 9-11 post or 9-1, or 9-11 post. Then we have Jay Cutler on Justin Fields. So, yeah. All right. Let's start with Deshaun Watson OTAs. I'm going to share my screen and whatnot. Uh, all right. Um, what do you think about this? What do you think is going on here? Well, it's obvious right now Deshaun Watson does not want to be in Houston. And right now he's trying to show it because like, yeah, it's off season volunteer workouts, but he's trying to prove his point that he does not want to be in Houston by saying, I'm not even going to go to the volunteer stuff. I've even been hearing rumors that he's willing to sit out a season. And we saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell when he sat out a year, you've got out of Pittsburgh. So it looks like Deshaun Watson will be looking at that possible route. He's already starting up. I will not be at the off season workouts. So it looks like he may be willing to sit out a season because we all saw what happened with Bell was able to get a decent contract with New York, but we sadly seen the decline of him. So Deshaun Watson should probably for sure at this point with the draft over and stuff, 
I thought he would be traded right before the draft as some teams like trying to give up a couple first round picks for a franchise quarterback and Houston could go find their franchise quarterback in the first round. That didn't seem to be the case. And now they're stuck in a pickle. You right now, your back quarterback mm. of the future is going to be David Miles Mills from Stanford when you could have possibly gotten before that trade, before the NFL draft, you could have got somebody like Justin Fields or Mac Jones a more reliable quarterback to find or even go draft in the second round, somebody like Kyle Trask or Kellen Mond. They're in a situation where it looks like, I don't know what's going to happen. There are no good quarterbacks available left in free agency. Maybe you could go try and find a team to trade like a proven veteran backup to start and then go try and find your franchise quarterback next year or fight or start developing mills right behind a veteran quarterback, somebody like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or maybe even Nick Foles. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. Uh, yeah, it's crazy stuff. A lot of really crazy stuff going on. So, no, and I got to throw in one joke. I got to throw in one joke. What is if it? Bill, Bill O'Brien was still in tr- the GM of the Houston Texans. He, Deshaun Watson would have been off their roster for multiple second round picks by now. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, he traded Deshaun DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick. He traded Jadavion Clowney for multiple second round picks. How many second round picks could he get for Deshaun Watson? Four. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a really goddamn good one. Yeah. No, I think we all remember the Gridiron Heights episode of the hacker and Bill O'Brien going. The hacker's just telling me to do whatever I was planning to do. Wait, what was that Gridiron Heights episode? The the draft one last year when they did the virtual draft with the hacker. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Oh, you got to look that one up. Look I'll look that it one up. up after. I'll look it up. He's just like, oh, the hackers tell just told me what I was doing. And it just says you're good. <laughs> yeah. So it, it even shows how much people took Bill O'Brien very seriously. And now look, he's the offensive coordinator at the University of Alabama. I'm kind of curious to see how Bryce Young will do with him as his offense coordinator should be very interesting. But I think with Deshaun Watson, well, he's trying to prove, definitely prove a point right now that, Hey, I, I don't want to be in Houston anymore. And right now there are a bunch of different franchises looking for their franchise quarterback. You could maybe go to uh, the Redskins. You could maybe go to Minnesota. Who's right now looking to move on from Kirk Cousins. Sure. You got Kellen Mond. But would you rather have somebody like a proven starter like Deshaun Watson be your QB of the future? I'm sure. I think who else is quarterback hungry? I don't think I don't think San Francisco with Trey Lance, they probably won't do it. Chicago has gotten their starter of the future with Justin Fields. I think I thought of maybe New York, possibly with Zach Wilson. I don't know how much they would they trust him. Maybe Carolina go a couple years with Darnold, and maybe if you could try and get Deshaun Watson. Hey, it's not a bad trade, and maybe you could send Darnold to Houston. Because I feel Darnold needs another needs a change in scenery. And I'm, I mean, look at what happened with Tannehill last the past couple years with a change in scenery. Somebody like him, maybe a change in scenery will be gr- beneficial for somebody like a Deshaun Watson and maybe even Sam Darnold. I'm kind of curious to see how he does this year in Carolina. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, do you have anything else on Deshaun Watson? Nope. All right. Now let's go to Micah Parsons. Um, this is crazy stuff. 
Um, what do you think of this? Well, I kind of understand the context that's going behind it. Yes, Micah Parsons announced that he will be wearing his number 11 that he wore at Penn State, and then Jalen Smith announced that he will be returning back to his number nine that he wore at Notre Dame. So I do understand, like, you know, what he was saying in context, but it's just like, yes, I get it, but should he have said it? No. You could have easily changed it to say 11-9 scary, but I do understand why he put Jalen Smith's number in front because Jalen Smith has already been in the league for a few years and Micah Parsons is just now entering his rookie year. So yes, I do understand the context behind it. Did he make a mistake? Yes. Yes. He didn't realize what had happened in the beginning and I totally understand he did not mean to talk about the 9-11 terrorist attacks. He was talking about him and Jalen Smith. Could this all have been avoided if he changed the changed the numbers around? Yes. Or he could have just said, like, what is it? Nine Smith and myself, scary combination. Me and Smith, the scary combination. You didn't have to put their numbers there. I think it was just like a misunderstanding by his part. He didn't think about it and then realize his mistake later on. I'm just happy that he at least apologized for what he did. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. I I agree with you there completely. Yeah. So anything else on Micah Parsons? Uh, I think he rookie made a mistake willing to take his blame for it. And I don't think he should see any much repercussions. Maybe just like think twice before you post something. That's what I always try to do. Read my caption just to make sure nothing's offensive. Whenever I post something, always read it, always double check. Like I think, he just didn't realize uh, in the context of what he was saying. Again, made a mistake, and he's willing to own up to it. I respect that. All right. Yeah. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I mean, anything more on Micah Parsons? No, I don't think so. All right. Now let's go to Jake Cutler. Um, what do you think of what he said? I do understand with what he's trying to talk about. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Justin Fields. It's like, yeah, you got your franchise quarterback, but you're not somebody like New York or Jacksonville who right now just got their quarterback of the future. And you got to throw them in right away to save your franchise. The Chicago bears aren't really in that situation. They got one of the best defenses in the league with Khalil Mack. Hopefully Robert Quinn has a bigger year has finally proves the money that they gave him could finally have a prove it year on the deal. You got Eddie Goldman returning this year after a year hiatus because of COVID. He decided to opt out. You got Akeem Hicks. You got a good, great linebacker cord led by Danny Trevathan. You got some nice young corners and Jalen, Jalen Johnson, which I do, mm. I do question why they let go of Kyle Fuller. Like, yeah, it was a salary cap dump, but just like you're, you think you're ready. You think Jalen Johnson after one year is ready to be the top corner. Mm. I do, I do like the Desmond Trufant signing, and I'm hearing rumors that they're talking to Brashad Breeland. They're just trying to cover, cover any ways possible. Like Desmond Trufant, 33 years old, but he's been a reliable corner, definitely somebody that Jalen Johnson can easily learn from. You got Eddie Jackson and mm. Tishon Gibson once again mm. leading the, <clears throat> sorry, leaning as the safeties, which I've actually liked that combination between the two of them. You got a great defense. It's like you don't have to force him in right now. You got Andy Dalton, 
not the best quarterback out there, but definitely has proven himself to be a reliable starter and a pretty good mentor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to try and find a way to dump Nick Foles. I'd rather learn under Dalton, who's even shown that you could be an average quarterback, a pretty decent quarterback, and still be a starter for 10, 12 seasons. I think it's just like a perfect situation. I would not throw him in week one because you are going to face one of the best defenses in the league, Aaron Donald. Like quarterbacks are going to have ants are going to be antsy in their first start. You want to throw him in against one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL? I don't think so. I think the earliest that he should start is maybe Dalton doesn't play that well week one. You can maybe throw him in against Cincinnati week two or wait a few more weeks, throw him in against Detroit week four or even week five against the Las Vegas Raiders. I just feel if he's ready, throw him in. Yeah. If he's not, play Dalton and yeah. let him learn a few weeks before throwing him in. Yeah, I have the same sentiment here. I agree with you there. So, yeah. I is that all we have on Jay Cutler? Yeah. No, I just want to throw this in with the Bears since we're on the Chicago Bears right now. One okay. question, one offseason move that I didn't really understand was yeah, you drafted uh Tevin Jenkins, one of the best offensive linemen, and I think he was a steal to get in the second round. But why'd you let go of Charles Leno? I mean, the guy hasn't started an NFL game yet. Like, yeah, you got a bunch of bunch of film on him and he's proven to himself to be a great blocker but are you ready to throw him in as a rookie let alone possibly be the blindside tackle for wait, your wait they got rid of charles leno yeah they let they let him go you didn't re, you didn't re, you never read that they got him they let him go like weeks ago back in early may and then less than a week after he was oh my god signed with the washington football team yeah they didn't wait till july 1st where they would have saved more i didn't even salary. know that yeah, you didn't, I'm surprised you didn't see that. Yeah, no, and it was like July 1st, he would have, they would have got $2 million more against the cap, sp- cap space, but it's like, I just don't understand that. It's like, you're ready to throw in Tevin Jenkins. Like, yes, I think he's an, he's a starting caliber offensive tackle, but you're not really covering yourself by having somebody like a veteran like Charles Leno Jr. play a few weeks before throwing somebody in like Jenkins. It's like the same thing with Fields. If he's ready... Yeah, start him. I was like, you, you could have waited until July 1st or even the preseason to let him get some snaps in an NFL game to see if he's ready to start a tackle and then make the decision. Like, just tell Charles, you're, you're done. We're good. We found our next, we found our tackle of the future. Your time is up in Chicago. Thank you for your time. But we're going to move on with Jenkins. Yeah. Damn. I didn't even know about that. That's really, I don't know why they got rid of him. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I mean, yeah, you could probably learn from Jermaine and Fetty. Like, I feel Jermaine and Fetty had a great year last year because he finally had an offensive lines coach that could actually teach him a thing or two, and they didn't play him out of position. He spent most of the year at guard. Then when James Daniel went down, he went back to offensive tackle, and he wasn't that bad. I mean, he played worse during his time being the tackle for the Seahawks for Russell Wilson, but that was because he had better guys around him, under unlike somebody like Seattle, who should have been investing more into their offensive line. Like, yeah, you gave up all those draft picks for guys like Jamal Adams, Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. But it's just like, look at it. It's starting to hurt them. They had no first-round picks. They had to move up in the draft to get a second-round pick. It It's hurting them. And it's like there weren't that many offensive linemen available, so they had to go look at other positions. 
Like I feel Seattle kind of shot themselves in the foot by making all those picks. And now your offensive line is struggling. Yeah, I see what you're saying for sure. Um, I mean, they were a decent line before the James, sadly, James Daniels went down with the torn ACL week five. He's going to be back. You got Cody Whitehair. Most of that line, it's not a bad line. Like people say we have one of the worst offensive lines. If you look at it on paper, when healthy, that's actually a pretty decent offensive line. And now you got Jenkins, probably arguably one of the best tackles in the draft. And you stole him in the second round. Like I was totally happy with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy decided to trade up again to get him because they could have got him at 20. You got Fields that he moved up and got Justin Fields at 12. And then you move up in the second round and get Jenkins, who was a projected first round pick at 20. And you get him at 38. Yeah. Like honestly, the Bears won that draft. Like honestly, the Chicago yeah, Bears with just with those first two round picks, they won the draft. They got exactly what they need, a franchise quarterback and an offensive lineman. And you go waiting until yeah. round four and get another good offensive lineman from Missouri. Like honestly, they yeah. set themselves up great for the future. I love Justin Fields. I think he's finally gonna break that break the curse of Ohio state quarterbacks, not performing in the NFL. I think he's ready. Yeah. He's a bigger Mitchell Trubisky makes good reads, got a great arm and he's willing to run. I think Matt Nagy may go back to his 2018 offense of allowing him to run some RPO. I'm not saying like, you know, he's going to run it. He's going to be something like a Lamar Jackson, just take off and run. No, it's just every now and then they're going to have some design runs for him. Maybe give him five or six carries a game just to protect him. But I think he's smart enough to know, like, okay, pocket's collapsing. I can tuck it and run. Yeah. You just got to teach him to slide. Protect yourself. Yeah. This isn't college anymore. These guys are going to want to kill you. Just slide, save yourself. And if he hits you, that's a free 15 yards on the hit. Yeah. Just got to teach him some stuff like that. I agree with you there. He's a Bears fan. I completely agree with you there. I, um, I think Justin Fields will do very well in the NFL. I, I think the Bears will have a solid season next year. I really do believe that. Yeah, I don't think like was it we're going to win the division. It depends on if Aaron Rodgers is traded or not. I don't uh, know what's going on in Green Bay, but I think everybody's sold on the Minnesota Vikings. Well, they were kind of in a bad situation. They had to let go of a lot of their defensive guys because of their salary cap problems over the past few years because they'd rather go. That's why they let go of Stephon Diggs. They'd rather go with Thielen over Stefan. And Stefan proved himself that's like, I'm the better receiver over in Buffalo. Like they were in a bad situation. Detroit has their quarterback of the future right now. And Jared Goff, you got a brand new off head coach. But it comes down to now, the Bears have one of the best defenses in that division. Them and Green Bay. And this time around, the next time we face the Packers on the 17th of October, it's not Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles that's going to be under center. It's possibly going to be Justin Fields taking on taking on one of their arch rivals. Should be fun to start this new rivalry of the Packers and the Bears with Fields under center. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be fun too. I really do. All right, uh, anything else regarding Jay Cutler and Justin Fields? And No, I don't think so. All right, sounds good. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. And yeah, Jake, thank you for coming on. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. No you problem. Pick up the offer whenever I'm free.
All right. More than willing to make time to help you out. Wait, uh, I want to ask one more thing. What happened with your uh, grandparents? So they, are they still around or? Uh, what is it? My great grandfather. I never met him. He passed oh, okay. 20, 30 years before I was born. I never met him. My, my great grandma was around. So I learned much from him. My dad's dad, he lived in California, but I was lucky enough to see him a bunch of times before he passed. Yeah. And my dad's brother see him all the time see him multiple times and then my cousin i haven't seen him in a few years since uh my since his since my uncle great uncle passed away i haven't seen him in two years but damn i hear that he's doing all right all right well sorry sorry for your losses man that's really thank you no no I'm, and once again i'm sorry to hear that your grandfather just passed away thoughts and hey. prayers are are with you from thank me. you uh thoughts and prayers are with your losses as well thank you no thank problem you. um all right well again thank you for coming on no problem. And yeah, take care, man. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Thank you. Bye. See ya. See ya.